welcome to Dove and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, ML Roostrock, and I'm here with one of our authors today, Tina Marine. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> We're going to have some fun, I promise. <laughs> You're a little nervous about being on radio. I get it. Really, I do. Yeah, just a little but, bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I don't bite. If I did, we'd have some trouble a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> so we have several books of yours through Dove and Dragon right now. We have the Uniform and Lace series, so we're going to start there. We started off with Volition, and mm-hmm. you want to go from there and let our listeners know a little bit about the series. Yeah, so um, the story's about, about um, it's written from Tessa's point of view, um, she's in the military, and she's sort of a free spirit, you know, free villain. And um, the first book is Volition. And then um, she meets somebody, obviously, on deployment. It is a romance. And um, the second book um, is written from Noah's point of view. The third is not quite written yet, and that's Generation. So... Yeah, we have a few of them. And, well, you have Vex in there, but it's not really from one or the other, but it's there. Yeah, that's the second book. And Impasse just came out earlier this year, or last year, rather. Yes, that one is a uniform and lace romance, but it is um, different characters. So when I was coming up with um, the first series, which is Volition, Vexed, and Veneration, they were the Uniform and Lace Romance series. But then, um, having been in the military, I like to write about military characters, and so it made sense to create this series so that it wasn't just a three-book series, but it was actually just a series of military characters. Um, and so Impasse is part of the series, but it is a standalone. Awesome. And then we have a little something a little bit different, which is Dare to Breathe. <laughs> That's very different. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so um, a little bit ago, I can't remember exactly like how long ago, a couple years ago, um, there was a college shooting, and um, my sister-in-law was actually attending the college at the time. And just the story goes, she had just missed um, the shooter coming into the classroom that she was in. She had just left to go get her son, my nephew. And so um, I was inspired to read Dare to Breathe, and it is about um, the School of Journalism at a university getting taken over and a girl who, um, a college student who hides in the air duct. Mm -hmm. And um, while she's in the air duct, um, she is able to still text. (laughs) And ironically, um, there is a thread of romance in that as well. There's a character who really pulls her through and helps her through that. So Yeah, we have the whole, oh, my God, we're dying, and I love you at the same time. <laughs> that was, it, was fun to, it was fun to write. Now, we have one that's not with Dove and Dragon. It's through one of your anthologies with Wild Dreams Publishing, mm-hmm. which is Hush the Fairs. Now, I'm not sure what the name of the story is with that one. Um, that one is Roads to Desire. So we have Roads. Oh, that makes so much more sense now in my head. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, so the Hushed Affair is, is a forbidden love anthology. And so um, the take on it was we had to write romance that was forbidden in some way. And um, I couldn't quite wrap my brain completely around it, so it's not as hardcore probably as some of the other authors. Um, but mine is about two characters who um, had a, have a romantic past and then find out that going to be settling through marriage. And so um, that's the taboo piece that's in there. And your final one out that's out right now is also in another anthology. This just came out, which is the <clears throat> Dark Hearts and Dark and Twisted Romance. Now, I know the story for this one, and it was mm-hmm. fun to work with you on it a little bit. <laughs> it was fun. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> this was the first time me and Tina collaborated on the story at all, really. And it was so, super fun to more baited for her for this than anything. Well, yes and no. Um, so I've got kind of the romance down, but it was my first, um, you know, toe dip in the water for something dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my my dark wasn't really quite dark enough. <laughs> So I was kind of bouncing it off of, you know, a couple different people, and you were helpful in this arena. Well, yeah. Like I said, I was collaborating a little bit. <laughs> I wasn't Good ideas come from everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. There, there, any good author has at least three or four collaborators on a story. Yes, I would agree with you. We always because, have the tried and true, the trusted ones that you can go to. Yeah, you have to have your betas that you trust go, okay, I need feedback on this. And if you don't have that with your friends that are also authors, you're not really putting yourself out there. Yeah. (laughs) Because if your friends are going to tell you if this sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you have to make sure they're the right kind of friends because, you know, you also have the friends who are like, oh, I love everything that you write. I'm like, well, that's not helpful. (laughs) So... (laughs) Make it better what we do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm i always honest with you when I read something you write. Yes, if I don't like it, I'm going to tell you I don't like it. But you haven't wrote me anything that I don't like. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> so, I mean, this is why we work so well together. Yes. So, what else are you working on for books? Um, (laughs) (laughs) well like any author you know I have several stories that are partially completed Um, I am trying to push towards finishing up the Tessa and Noah series I would like to get veneration done you know this year I have so many projects going on ML that I just I don't know. Help me out here. Yeah, we're kind of inundated right now with projects. Yes. And this isn't just writing projects. This is company projects. So we can't go into too much details, but we're on writing. I I stay busy. (laughs) Yeah, we're on on writing overload. So, I mean, my own projects that I want to get out in book form or sit in on the shelf right now. Well, we're working on these other things, and it's like, 
Uh, okay. What needs to be done first? And every day, Tina will contest it as our schedule changes every day. <laughs> hour to hour sometimes. <laughs> I know. It's like she loses her phone the other day for like an hour. And within an yeah. hour, I'm trying to get a hold of her every which way I can. <laughs> I know. I found it, and I had, like, calls from you and Facebook messages and texts. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, I was panicking. <laughs> but it was a good thing. Yes. So we have a lot of good things going on right now. So let's see. And, you know, the good thing about that is when you have a passion like you and I do for writing, even as busy as we are, it's not difficult. You know, it's still fun. So that's what's so important about doing something that you love. Exactly. If you, you have to have a passion for it because I'll tell you right now, if I didn't love what I do, I wouldn't be doing it. I'd be, are you insane? <laughs> yeah, it would take a lot out of me too. But I still find time, you know, late at night, even after a tiring day, to just go ahead and get some pages, you know, some words written. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, we put down what, on a bad day, one page in our work in progress or something like this, it's we are constantly writing. Yeah. Well, the current work in progress, which I'm really proud of and we can't really talk too much about, but it's over 10,000 words right now, so that's really exciting. I know. And that's taken less than a week. So yeah. when it flows, it flows. Yeah, I'm putting out ideas, kind of scripting dialogue for mm-hmm. the story, and Tina's taking my dialogue and weaving it into a workable story. Yeah. That's how well we work together. (laughs) What do we always say, two halves of the same brain? Yeah. It's super, super crazy, but it's fun. It's pretty cool. I mean, there's going to be a day when me and Tina are going shopping (laughs) just to, (laughs) you know, I'm going to have to have you and one of our other authors, Sherry, just go have a shopping day with us. Like, yes, that'll be so much fun. Like, just a day to have the three of us, because we all work together. We all work on company stuff, not just writing stuff. And we need a girls' night. Like, seriously. Yeah, well, you know what's going to happen, don't you? <laughs> Ten to one. We go shopping, we'll end up at a bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did not elaborate what kind of shopping. <laughs> Well, most people think shopping trip, girls' night, you know, you're going to go, like, to the mall or something. And I just know we're going to end up at a big bookstore. <laughs> Is that a bad thing? Not in my world. <laughs> Me either. I mean, I just found out last night that one of the authors I read, uh, Victoria, oh, she wrote the – it's Victoria Avard. She wrote the Red Wood Crate – Red, Red Queen series, and I can't mm-hmm. say certain words, sorry. <laughs> and okay. um, she came up with another book to the series. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, so I'm like, hmm. I was looking at Barnes & Noble today. I was like, can <laughs> I go book shopping? Do I dare right. go... <laughs> I had my mother in the car. We had to go to Lowell's. And I was like, right there's a bookstore. Can I go to the bookstore? <laughs> you drove past it on purpose. <laughs> well, 
Well, the only way to get to our Lowell's is to go past the bookstore. Oh, how funny. So, the, <laughs> and it's right next door to Lowell's. <laughs> well, that's a good shopping trip. I'll tell you what, though, every time we go to Portland, you know, Oregon, mm-hmm. um, they have Pal's Bookstore, and I always, because I'm sort of the itinerary person, so I always make sure that our day trips, our walking trips, whatever we're doing, we usually end up going past Pal's more than once. I mean, what was it, two years ago, we ended up going four times in three days. It was really funny. But, <laughs> that is yeah, funny. My kind of vacation. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, seriously. You put an author near a bookstore, I guarantee we're going to spend money at the bookstore. Yes. (laughs) Dangerously true. (laughs) Like, seriously, we have, okay, in my house right now, I have six bookshelves packed with books. I still have books and boxes. And boxes. (laughs) And I'm like, hmm, but I need more books. I don't I don't have bookshelves for all my books right now and I want more books. Isn't that funny? I mean what else does an author do? We don't watch T V. Seriously. Like we might watch a movie here and there, but we don't binge watch T V. Oh well, there is there is uh, wait, 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 wait. Sometimes. Okay. Because you know how, okay, I want to sound like a crazy person, but any author is going to totally get what I'm saying, which is you write when the voices are speaking. Mm -hmm. And so that does not mean that I'm like split personality or that I'm like have all these crazy voices in my head. But when the characters are actually like wanting to get the story out, Mm -hmm. then you have to write. But when they're kind of turned off, that's when I like binge my TV shows. (laughs) See, I'd never, um, I don't have an off button. Wow. Press is my off button. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have an off button. I'm always writing. I like, nighttime, I have to be sedated to sleep all night because otherwise I'll forget to sleep. Wow. I don't have an off button. I'll go for days with only a little bit of sleep and then crash, but that's only when the characters are talking to me yeah that that is my normal so every night when I meditate right after that I take some medicine so I can go to sleep Mm -hmm. because otherwise I'll meditate the voices start talking and then I'm right right in again yeah well that's called talent (laughs) hon it's called being neurotic from writing (laughs) It's another reason why we work so well, right? Exactly. <laughs> we both get our crazy. Okay. So statistics, which are made up numbers anyways, say that authors all have some type of mental health issue, okay, which I find to be <laughs> bullshit. But, <laughs> sorry, I'm going to have to bleep that out, but, you know. <laughs> But at the same time, we all have voices in our heads, okay? Uh So if you're talking to someone that's not an author, they're going to label that as a mental illness. Well, no, it's not. It's creativity. 
Or did you see that you... thing that was going around? Sorry to interrupt. Did you see that thing that was going around in Facebook a couple of months ago about some people don't hear voices? Did you see that? Like yes, I did. Everybody was commenting on it. It was really, really strange. And I never considered that people didn't have this train of thought, this consciousness that was constantly talking, because mine is so loud that I just assumed everybody had it. Exactly. We don't stop and think about the other people. <laughs> we just assume we're normal and everyone else is strange. Well, I mean, I did check in with my husband and kids, and luckily they all have voices too, so I didn't feel quite so bad. <laughs> Oh, this is funny. <laughs> Sorry to derail. <laughs> you no, know me, I'm always going down a rabbit trail. <laughs> like... I, I, well, this was what we do. This is why we have these fun shows, because they're fun. And, yes. like, two seconds about, about it is actually about our work, and the rest of it is, let's go with the train of thought and see where it goes. <laughs> Yes, that's what makes it so nerve-wracking. But I agree, they're fun. Yes. But we have, okay, we have authors that have voices in our heads. Now, anyone that doesn't have these voices will look at us like, you're crazy. You have mm-hmm. some type of mental illness. It has to be. Well, no, it's not. Because an artist, okay, that does art, sculptures, whatever, they have visions in their heads. They can mm-hmm. see the art before they make it. This is how it's been explained anyways. Well, I don't have visions of how mm-hmm. something looks. I have voices. It's the same parallel between an artist and an author. It's a similarity for sure. And I know that different writers write in different ways. Some mm-hmm. have, <laughs> which you know I don't, some have like a map where their story is going to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I generally have a beginning, and my characters take me to the end. And yeah. sometimes where I think I'm headed is not at all where the story ends up. I mean, kind of like the work in progress that we have right now, mm-hmm. there were characters that we thought we were going to have doing certain things, and I invented new characters that are doing those things. So. <laughs> yeah. It's more like, okay, um... The characters say, no, you're not doing this. I don't like to be able to do this. I want someone else to do it. (laughs) Or the new one raises his hand and is like, hey, it's my turn. This is my place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's all over. And, I mean, we're getting positive feedback on that, so it's good. Um, There are roadmaps that we have to go to, but how we get there Mm -hmm. is up to us. No, I was just talking kind of in general, like Mm -hmm. in general. I know that some people actually like sketch them out, you know, or they'll do an outline or James Patterson is notorious for his outlines. Yeah, he has a room that he has the color of a character shirt, how many buttons per chapter he does this, what they're wearing, what they're, and he's notorious for his outlining. There's, um, I forget the other author, does a 120-page outline before he does a book. Yeah, that's, I can't do that. <laughs> I My think do- if it was that too constrictive for me, mm-hmm. like too constructed, yeah. that I would 
I don't like to follow the rules, so I probably will, like, skew off my own outline on purpose just because I didn't like the parameters I set up for myself. <laughs> yeah, it's you have to be able to be fluid. Yes, good word. Absolutely. It's just, there's, we call them pantsers or planners. Mm-hmm. And me and Tina are both pantsers. We go with whatever <laughs> our character sells. But there's also very good authors, not saying we're not, that plan everything. It's yeah. just the writing style for us. Yeah, it's just what works. <clears throat> yeah. It's character-led for sure. I mean, everything ha- happens for a reason, but at the same time, it's... Well, it's kind of like this. I don't mean to jump in. Can you hear me? Yeah. So, Volition was meant to be a standalone. <laughs> but my characters really didn't want for that to happen because I couldn't... It's a long book. You know it's long. Mm-hmm. And I really couldn't wrap up the entire story. There was just too much going on. And so I started planning book two, which was actually Veneration, and um, was talking to one of my other really good friends, and she and I came up with the idea, like, there's so much that goes on in between book one and two, that why don't we switch point of views and have the boyfriend's point of view and what goes on during that time period. So, like I was just saying, kind of my stories, like yours, are totally (laughs) character-led, So I thought I was going to have a one-book series. It ends up being three books. <laughs> and, of course, they lots of lots of things go on in it, lots of twists and turns. But anyway, things I hadn't planned for sure. Right. It, it's just everything is going on at one time. Mm-hmm. So, but we're almost out of time. So where can our listeners find you <laughs> um, my books are on Amazon they are also on correct me if I'm wrong Barnes and Noble yes and are they anywhere else do I get to announce anything or no they're coming to Walmart online yeah. so that's a big one I have, you have to stay tuned for that one because when they come on online it, there will be huge announcements across all social media. So if you guys follow me personally on Instagram, you'll see like almost 30,000 people are following this right now. So, yeah, it's going to be huge when it comes out. That's cool. And then I'm also on Facebook, Tina Marine, and mm-hmm. um, my um, Twitter handle is Tina Marine as well. And do you have Instagram? I do, Tina Marine. There you go. <laughs> All right, Tina. I will, and you'll call, you can also find Tina on doveanddragonspublishing.com. So thank you so much. This was fun. Thank you. It was. And happy reading, everyone. Bye. <laughs>